Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I'm your DM, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Jordan. Hey. Emily. Hello. Justin. Hey, yo. And Nicole. Sup? We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, I knew the Village Idiot, and last week's Village Idiot was... Me. The Dungeon Master. I was the Village Idiot. Because I did was trying to do some cool story stuff in the middle of other cool story stuff. I was making a, a Russian nesting doll of story things, and so it, it didn't work out the way I planned, and I didn't like it, so I made myself the Village Idiot. So, last week's episode. Well, two episodes ago, there was a big explosion after they killed a dragon. After the dragon's explosion occurred, each of them fell into a memory space where they had some sort of experience which they have yet to divulge to their other party members yet. So that happened, and then they all woke up, and they were in a sphere of white glowing light. And they used their wits and their wiles and their rope-finding skills, and they got out of this light, they realized that the this magical force field had been caused by the white keystone that uh, Joss had, who turned into a dragon, which Agamir had on his person. It protected them from the explosion. They saw the carnage. They skinned the dragon. They got a bunch of scales, a bunch of hide, a bunch of fangs, a bunch of teeth, a bunch of gems. Yeah, they looted the, the heck out of that quarry room. <laughs> looted the heck out of that Joss boss room. And then they uh, they explored further after bringing down the white light screen using their white key stone. They saw that there was a purple light screen that was blocking their passage further to the west of this quote-unquote dungeon. And so they headed to find the purple keystone. They found it in the tomb of one Halartha Shadeseeker, also known as the Augur of the Incarnate. They found this purple keystone used on the the purple light door and were greeted with a, let's say it's a viewing platform over this massive, very, very nicely carved chamber. After putting their three keystones in the marked indentations, blue, white, purple, in the railing, which is not a railing because it's not made of wood, they uh, awoken Amo Ferric, who is identical to Mando in shape. However, in size, he's about 10 times larger. So, uh, he stands at 150 feet tall, and he can form some sort of telepathic bond with those that he wants to speak with. After speaking to Saf in Old Common and startling her, Drew was able to um, translate and get him to speak Common so that they all could see what he had to say. And he said that he was the guardian of the prophecy and relayed that prophecy that was laid forth by Halarth the Shadeseeker, And that prophecy goes as follows. For those of you who don't want to listen back to episode 43? Mm -hmm. Yep. The prophecy is, now that I don't have to do it in the voice of Amal Farrakh, the wicked one, wreathed in white, shall unveil the incarnate from shadow when the fields of sacrifice bathe the everflame, burning proud atop its altar with the blood of the dreamer. So... A lot to take in with that one. So yeah, there was a prophecy, and uh, uh, Amalfaric asked where his brethren were, and um, the party gave uh, Amalfaric their memories of what they saw in the Shade Pocket, and Amalfaric said that Amogelt had fallen, and that they must make haste to save the twins. And that is where we left off. So, before we get into what's going on with Amo Ferric and all of that, uh, you all leveled up from level 5 to level 7. So, a uh, little bit of a jump there. Everyone roll initiative for me, please. We're going we're gonna to talk about what y'all got. Natural 20. 22. 24. Okay, 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 okay. Drew, 
You got them good high numbers? Oh, Drew's last. (laughs) So because Nicole got a nat 20, she's going to go first. Then we're going to go to Jordan and then uh, Justin and finally Emily. So that's for the best. Yeah. Scar, you uh, five to seven. What did you get? So for the for level six, all I get as a fighter is a uh, ability score improvement. So I so I did pl- I added one more to my strength, so plus four to strength, and that I have now. I boosted my intelligence, so that now I have plus two. Sweet. Yeah, and then for seventh level. You get a martial archetype feature, which is called Remarkable Athlete, which makes it so that I can add half of my proficiency bonus, so I round up, to any strength, dexterity, or constitution check that I make that doesn't already use the proficiency bonus. Um, And in addition... When you make a running long jump, the distance you can cover increases by a number of feet equal to your strength modifier. I don't know how you're you were doing jumping and something a little differently than I guess. I don't oh, know. I do a lot of math behind the scenes. Oh, okay. So Scar can jump farther. <laughs> Scar jump would have come in handy. <laughs> it already did. I didn't fall down into a pit. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's me. Oh, now I have a, I also now have a 70 hit points. Nice. Yes, good. Sweet. So, uh, Jordan, what, what's new with Agamir? Well, basically, at level six, I got expertise. So I gained double proficiency in another two skills of mine. So I chose, Dang. yeah, so I chose, um, perception and stealth so now i'm like almost a rogue like (laughs) yeah so what's your modifier for stealth now plus nine plus nine oh maybe you can actually like do stuff now god roll a two and still have an 11 (sighs) yeah drew's gonna be so proud she's not gonna know what to do with herself we actually have a rogue in the party you're never going to know where Agamir is with that number. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be real slippery. Hard to hard to keep track of. Especially because of something that I just gained, Agamir. So we'll get to that in a minute. Saf can now launch Agamir out of a cannon and while he's invisible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And my perception is double. I'm double proficient in perception now. So my passive is 16. Oh, dang. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. I see you, Agamir. Some some trauma. Some he's real paranoid now. <laughs> Why? What happened? I don't know. He's just on edge all the time. <laughs> Too many people have betrayed you. Agamir's getting real weird on this island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at, at level seven, um, I gained another d six to my sneak attack. So my sneak attacks are sneakier and attackier. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, and um, so I have I have four d six for my. Sneak attack. 46? Do not make the joke. Uh, it's still funny. <laughs> you always make the joke. It's always funny. Uh, but I am also, I also now have evasion. So my deck saves are awesome. Yes. If so I, half if you fail and none if you succeed, right? Yep. I can completely avoid damage from area of effect stuff. If I succeed on my save, if I fail, it's only half. That's pretty dope. I will take that into account when I am building area of effect encounters. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome. I'm slippery. <laughs> and my health, I have 59. 59. Mm, not as nice, so but still nice. Uh, cool. So, Saf, what's new with you? Okay, I actually got a lot of stuff, because since it's been a while since we leveled up, I actually, for that one shot... Man, wasn't that great? No, oh, God, was so good. I'm so glad everybody watched it. So glad we did that. But uh, so building a magic user, I realized that I was doing magic wrong the whole time. Oh, God. Ooh. So oh, yeah. Nicole also realized this, too. <laughs> I have a bunch of uh, cantrip spells 
that I was missing out on. I pretty much had all the first level spells that I have. But then I have two second level spells. So I love the magic system. Why am I the only one that doesn't have magic? (laughs) We're all complaining about it. (laughs) So for uh, cantrip, I have acid splash, shocking grasp, firebolt, and light. For second level, though, I have alter self, which means I can completely disguise myself if I wanted to. And then I also have, for Agamir, maybe, invisibility. Oh. I could turn you invisible. How is that a second level spell? Wow. Nice. I'm already halfway there. (laughs) That is super cool. Oh, yeah. I I also realized that I was doing certain things wrong and forgetting that I'm also a tiefling, and certain things come from being a tiefling. And I uh, have been able to do Hellish Rebuke for the last... uh, 43 episodes? Yeah, no, not that. Uh, when we leveled up to level three, I should have been doing it since then, which would have come in handy for a while. I'm going to create a story reason and say that, like, while we're hanging out on the beach, Drew, like, teaches Scar how to do that. <laughs> that's cool. Okay, so that that's a lot of fire. That seems pretty cool. I can do some fire stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you could probably do this spell. Here's how you do it. I like, I like that. <laughs> it's kind of like you're pooping, but instead of poop, it's fire. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says in the player's handbook. Sure. Yep. Word for word. You just gotta strain real good. Oh my god. Just let that fire out. A little info for Nate is my hit points went from 38 to 51. Very good. Yes. Thank and you. And that's it. Excellent. All right. <laughs> Last but not least, Emily, what's going on with Drew? My God, what is it going on with Drew? <laughs> she has a lot of things going on. Um, so since I am multi-classing because I hate myself, I leveled one up into cleric. So I'm cleric level five. And then I leveled one up into warlock. So I am at warlock level two. And with that comes a lot of stuff. Leveling up into cleric, I got third level spells. I chose life transference. I can take some of my hit points and give them to someone else, which is nice. I chose uh, Dispel Magic because I feel like we need it (laughs) after just screaming about I wanted Dispel Magic. And then I got two more more third level spells for being a Grave Domain Cleric. And so I got Revivify, uh, which I can bring someone back from the dead. And I got uh, Vampiric Touch, so kind of the opposite of Life Transference. I can attack someone and then take some of their life points for myself, which is creepy and just so cool. I can't wait to describe that. (laughs) It's going to be weird. Um, (laughs) That's pretty much all that happens with Cleric. Okay, so for the Warlock, I get... I was supposed to just get one more spell, but I think I didn't have enough spells, so I needed to choose two. So I chose uh, Witch Bolt... On a hit, a target takes 1d12 of lightning damage. And then on each of my turns for the duration, I can use my action to deal 1d12 lightning damage to the target automatically. So that's pretty cool. Yes, it is a concentration spell. Yes, it is. It's pretty dope. And then uh, I chose Arms of Hadar because that just sounds right up Drew's alley. Um, I believe it's pronounced Hadar. Hadar? Okay. You invoke the power of Hadar, a dark, the dark hunger. Tendrils of dark energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within 10 feet of you. Each creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, target takes 2d6 necrotic damage and can't take reactions until its next turn. On a successful save, the creature takes half damage but suffers no other effect. And increases by 1d6 for all the thing, for each level above first. I'm not exactly sure. Arms of... Hater? Uh, Bill Hader? No, no, no. Arms no. of Bill Hader? No, I'm trying to be like actually informative about this right now. So if you could just zip it. Uh, I believe the Arms of Hadar is one of those spells that we can't actually use the name of because of the service resource document. Okay, that's fine. Do you want to pick a new name for it? Call arms it the of Bill Hader? Of- <laughs> well, it's already Black Tentacles. Why don't you just call it Arms of the Shepherd? Hmm. I guess. It's no arms of Bill Hader, but okay. I prefer Bill Hader. 
Shepherd's Wrath, if you want to get away from the way it's named, like the completely away from the way it's named. But that's true. That's true. Uh, at us on Twitter to uh, name the spell. What do you think is the best name for it? We're having a contest. If you win, <laughs> your spell name will be in the podcast. <laughs> for all of time. For all of time, forever. I'll have to say it a lot because I'm going to do that spell. It's pretty cool. Dope. That sounds pretty new. Anyway, so that's all I did. Oh, and I have 42 hit points. I'm very squishy. Please protect me. <laughs> Nate, uh, I do have two quick questions that I should have mentioned before. Oh, wait. Yes. Oh, wait. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not done. So I can take, I take, what are they called? Warlock evocations? Eldritch invocations. Eldritch invocations. Uh, and I can take two of them. And I took... Eyes of the Runekeeper, which is I can read any language. Ooh. Did, uh, is that another one that we can't say the name of it? No, yeah. it's just different names. Uh, true Reading is what it's called here. The other thing you got was Grasping Bolt, Eldritch Invocation. Oh, Grasping Eldritch Blast. Your Eldritch Blast can pull target 10 feet. We were talking about wanting something that could grab and pull towards us, and so that can do that. Nice. Get over here. That'll probably look creepy. My two quick questions, if you can. Yeah. So with Alter Self, it says you basically assume a different form, right? So change appearance says you can transform your appearance. You decide what you look like, including height and a bunch of other factors. Mm -hmm. But it also says in the middle of it, you can't appear as a creature of different size than you. Like large or medium? Yeah, I don't know. Does that what it yeah. means? Or yeah, it would be within the height range for the size. What is Saf's size? So yeah, what's my size? Small, small. Shit! So I wouldn't be able to appear as like a human. No, but you could switch from halfling to gnome or kobold. Damn. Yeah, kobold, uh, goblin, other small creatures. Damn, that sucks. I would allow it if you had some sort of apparatus that made you medium size that you could do the whole thing with mm. your artificer background. Dope. Okay, I'll have to invent something then. Some sort of exoskeleton? <laughs> yes. The second question. Invisibility basically just turns a creature invisible, right? Would you allow advantage on stealth rolls then? since the person's invisible and being stealthy? Um, it would be an advantage, so I would allow... Uh, I mean, I guess depending on the situation, it would either be aid for that individual so they get plus two for their role, or they would get advantage. Either way, they would get some sort of boost to their stealth rolls. Could it lower the DC of the stealth check? Uh, it would probably increase the... DC with regards to an opposing passive perception. You know, it, it's all going to be just up to the moment. Okay. It's probably going to be advantage in most sec most instances. Okay, that's all I wanted to uh, to ask. Sweet. That is what everyone got. Everyone's level 7 now, or they have been level 7 for the last 20 minutes or so that they've been exploring this place. So, before you stands, Amoferic, he's just told you that you all need to make haste to save the twins. Well, where are the twins? Who are the twins? <laughs> Why are the twins? <laughs> <laughs> the twins are Amo Ifri and Amo Talk, the guardians of stone and wood. Amogelt was the guardian of flame. We, the Amo, were created to guard the components of the blood altar. So which component, which component are you, if Gelt is flame? I am the keeper of the prophecy. Um, another quick question. To Amoferic or to me? 
to you as the DM. So when uh, when we were at the Lorekeeper camp or the Lorekeeper um, stronghold or uh, cabin or whatever you want to call it, the house, uh, the forward camp, forward camp, and to the shade pocket. Yeah, we got a look at the um, the thing they were guarding, right? The blue orb that they were guarding. The you saw a glow of light. I want to ask if that is about the same size as an attunement stone. Maybe I can roll a history to kind of remember the size. I mean, well, you can go back in your memories like um, you all did when you showed what you saw in the shade pocket. And he said that Amul Gelt had fallen. All right. So I ask Amul Ferric, is what we saw the attunement stone for Amul Gelt at the camp? No. We, Amo, do not have attunement stones. We are our own attunement. Okay. Yeah, with his answer, you kind of get... He gives you some more, like, ideas as well. And with those ideas that he also conveys, it's kind of like they are their own entities. So they don't... They are beholden to no one. The concept doesn't translate well in common. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it gets the it across where it doesn't come out well in common. Yeah. So I'll ask my question again. Do you know where the twins are? None of us were given the locations of the others for safety. Should one fall, the others would not. Was the hope? Are you coming with us? Well, I can. What? Not in this form. Not that. However, in my relay, yes. Oh my god, Mando comes to life. Mando! (laughs) Yay! I love it! So you can transform the consciousness into... Yay, you can finally talk to Mando. Remote control. (laughs) Any... Of the shield colossi, as you say in your tongue, any shield colossi is a relay for an ammo. Should the need arise to fight against the incarnate, can you control multiple shield colossi? I can control only one at a time. Yo, that's why we need to bring the twins with us, because then we can get the twins. I can speak with all of them. All of my shield colossal. Damn it, we need another attunement stone. Who created you? Or who do you serve? I serve the Chamber of Four. We were created at the behest of the Augur of the Incarnate. She implored the Chamber of Four to have us created to guard these components of the Prophecy and Blood Altar. What, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? The components? Where is this Blood Altar? That too. In the premonitions the Augur saw, the visions showed the as the augur put it in her writings on the prophecy the blood altar was to sit at the bottom of a basin surrounded by a temple deep within stone far above would be the field of sacrifice would you say it's in a hole a hole Yes. (laughs) Have to be one long hole. (laughs) Far above the altar are the fields of sacrifice, where the dreamer, it is believed, will give their blood to bring the incarnate from shadow. Do we have any idea who this dreamer is? The visions of the dreamer were nebulous. There could be one, there could be many. 
Do you have any idea uh, where we should start looking for the twins? The augur's writings may give clue. Where where can we find that? I pull out the book, the journal that I took earlier, and I'm like, this? <laughs> Is it something in uh, here? This appears to be instructions for the shield colossi. See, stealing works. <laughs> this does not seem to be the work of the augur. So, are we to assume that the bad guys locked the, the this colossi in here? It's unclear, but so the augur's writings need to be found. So, like, would Halartha have been buried with her writings, or do they exist somewhere else? Yeah, did anyone roll an investigation check in that room? Yes, I uh, did. Scar did. She rolled a net 20. Yeah, she. You, it wasn't in there with her. Have you ever seen anyone before us? Did anyone ever wake you up before? The augur herself put me to rest here. Okay, so nobody knows that he's here. Or maybe they know, but they don't. they didn't wake him. Do you know how long ago that was? Amalfaric looks... Well, he doesn't look, but he stands there silent for for a while. And after a minute, says, Several thousand years. Oh, damn. All right. The Chamber of Four had just been started. And Ilar's birth was starting to expand. Who were the members of the Chamber of Four? They were led by Ilar. Oh, Ilar the Mighty? The Mighty. Ilar the Mighty has a good ring. <laughs> That's what they call him now? Yeah, uh, they... <laughs> back then he was just Ilar. Ilar the Scrawny. Any chance you know uh, Idrindon? I have not heard this name. Fuck, good idea, though. <laughs> good job. Where, I mean, we gotta find... Yeah, let's head out. <laughs> let's let's go find the twins. And Well, we gotta find Halartha's book. Yeah, so... Ask uh, him to come and take over Mando's body, and we will go find the book. Somewhere. We could talk to him while he's in Mando, or we could talk to them. We could walk and talk. Where should we start our journey? We are on the Bulwark Isles, so the next place to look would be that of a place of knowledge. Do not dare say, have you checked your local lore keeper station? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. They okay, side note, side note, good idea for a t-shirt. Have you checked your local lore, lore keeper station with the lore keeper signa- uh, thing on the back? Anyway, sorry. Yeah, That's really cute. Okay. I like that idea. Keep going. <laughs> um, now, we... Well, where the fuck do we go for that? The lore keepers. Yeah, we have to go. They're bad news bears. I don't want to have anything to do with those crazy fuckers. I don't know. I think we gotta go there. We gotta go. I'm stealthy. Saf can change her face. <laughs> Scar smash. I can, I can kill people. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I can raise an army of the dead for us. Does that help? We gotta get off this fucking thing first. What about your lizard folk? What do you mean, what about them? You're their god. Bring them along. Yeah, I don't know what Joss's lizard folk are gonna make of uh, us coming back out. We still only have one more tomb and stone. We need at least two more to bring the shield colossi twins and that other one to life. That big one's probably ammo guilt. Uh, ask... If he knows where the uh, where another attunement stone is, I'm gonna call him Amfair. Let's call him Eric. Eric. I make all these names, put so much thought into all this, and y'all are just gonna give him nicknames. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like beat y'all to it and just give them nicknames. All right, mm-hmm. we got God. Yes, please. Amfair. Just gonna call him Ferry. 
fairy. <laughs> Who just asked a question? Um, I, I turn around and I look I look at the uh, Iron Giant and I'm like, where where else will we would we find these attunement stones? We want to wake up the other. What did he call them? Shield Colossum. No, but Shield he Colossum. called them something. Relays. Yeah, he called them a relay. Yeah, we need to be able to wake up at least one more relay if we're gonna go save your friend, Gelty. Your brothers. I don't know. We are genderless. Alright, brother. I said friend. Well, I said brother. That's why I was confused. Oh, I was like, I said friend. That's why I keep trying to say not he or whatever it's a they. Should I inhabit the relay, the attunement stone would not be necessary. Okay. Dope. But, like, how do we get the ones on... So we're just gonna take them with us while we go and then so you can control the other the other ones when we get out there only those remains that bear my image do the twins bear the image or are they no they, they look different yeah the twins are the twins i bet you that other big one that we found is ammo gelt and then his is mando for, or, or there's there was more probably, but so let's find the other. Where was the other big one? All right. So the order of operations where you went to the first, you went to the first camp. That's where you yeah. found Mando. The second camp is where the twins were, with the crocodiles and the shaman. And then the third one is where you saw the, the tallest shield colossi that you had seen up to that point. Okay, so it's that one. So let's get big boy back to that one so he can control it i don't believe he can control it because it doesn't ma- it does not bear his image that's yes. what i'm trying to say i'm i'm trying to say the twins are the twins and then the big ass one is probably ammo gelt the one that was fell. in the shade pocket well, i know what i'm saying is in order for us to get I figure we have to get this these shield colossi, these relays, over to when we when we do go to the place where the knowledge is or whatever. We have to go to what is the name of the fucking thing? The lore keeper area. Or the lore keepers. The archives. archives. Yeah. It's called the archives. Yeah. So you know by the time we get to the archives, we need to have the relays with us. So how do we get the relays with That's us? That's why I was asking about more attunement stones. Well, that's what I said, and then he said that he doesn't need attunement stones if they look like him, which doesn't help us. I know. <laughs> so we take the attunement stone out of Mando so he can go into Mando. Uh, and then we have two. And then we have two. But we need three. God, I'm bad at math. Don't the twins need two? So I just want to clarify, why are we trying to take the twin relays with so us? So the twins can jump into them. Okay, but He says we have to go find the twins. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have wait. To go find the twins. Do we want to bring the one that looks like Gelt with us? Because Kevin already has the Gelt. Uh, so we don't want him to find it, right? So we have to put that away. Or we have to stash it somewhere. I think he knows where. He doesn't. I don't think he cares about the relay. I think he wants the big boy. Well, we should. We're, if we're looking for the twins, we should put the two in the twins then. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think let's start with the twins. All right, fine. Okay. So take it out of Mando so that what's-his-name can jump yeah. in there. Okay, take the attunement stone out of Mando. Well, I I pat him on the leg, and then I climb up and take the attunement stone out of Mando. Okay. So you take the attunement stone out, and you see that he powers down. At that point, Amalfaric reaches out one of its massive hands and touches it to Mando's head. Like, boop. <laughs> yep, he boops him. Boops a snoot. <laughs> and then um, you see Amalfaric leans back and stands in a more comfortable position, we'll say. And uh, Mando comes back to life. And you hear... You, you see him look around and he's he starts to leave, free of any of you. Wait, 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 hold on. Okay, let's follow. Wait, I have a question. Is there any way to put the the light screen doors back up hmm. so that nobody can get to him? 
That is a great question. Who are you asking? Him, I guess. Or you. <laughs> it's the DM. Roll me an arcana. Roll me an arcana with disadvantage, sorry. Why? Uh, because you cannot read the runes that are around the door. Well, why can't I ask her to do it? I thought she could read all languages now. Drew, I mean. I can. All languages. All okay. of them. Uh, Drew, make me an arcana check then. Yeah, you probably got way better arcana than me. Fifteen. Okay, you are able to decipher what needs to happen with the stone. Basically, you have to, um, each of the stones has a different pattern, basically a passcode that needs to be done. So you have to touch it at different points along the rune door and it'll, the light screen will go back on. Oh my God, that's so fun. Yes. Nice. So let's do that on our way out. Yeah. Let's make sure we bring the, the stones with us so we can get back in. Yep. And nobody else can get in. Perfect. Who has which stone? Do you? Does one person have all of them? Or are you splitting them up? Should probably split them up. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I'd like I'll the take, white one back, please. I'll take the purple. I'll take the purple one. Oh, I want the purple I, one. It's my thing. Can I get the blue one? I love blue. No, it's I like want, sapphire. I want a protect one. But, but blue. I'll protect you guys then. Uh, how about this, Scar? You can you can have one of the. Twins follow relays following you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's we have a choice about that, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, so you leave. Ammo Ferric leads the way. He looks around and says, "Such a sorry state of disrepair. This was once a great factory for the relays. It was beautiful in its time." Can I ask you a question, Farrick? Yes. Can you give me a lift? I want to ride on your back. Of course. <gasps> and he, he yeah. dips <laughs> down and puts his arm on the ground so you can kind of boost yourself up. She's always uh, wanted this. Yo. <laughs> can I teach you how to high five, too? Here, you put your arm up like this. I am aware of a high five. <laughs> I love you. He puts his bird. hand up. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I put my hand to his high five. And are you all speaking aloud or are you just speaking in your minds? <laughs> I'll talk about Aloud. I think it would get weird if we weren't. I think we can reserve speaking in our minds for when that's necessary. Yeah. Uh, quick question. How the fuck are we going to get out of here? Because uh, that thing is broken, remember? What thing? The door. The trap door. The volcano door. No, it went back up. It go, yeah, the, the, floor is, the floor is back in place. Pick us all up and jump over with your new jump. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. It was only when you go the other side. It was, I gotcha. Okay, okay, never mind. And then you, if I recall correctly, you all actually fixed the mechanism, right? With the instruction manual that Drew got? Did we? Sure. Yeah, Drew and Saf sat down and... Tried to figure it out, right? They talked about that, but I don't think... I think we said we were gonna, and like I took the book with me so we could. But I don't think we ever did. Yeah, well, you've now shown it to um, Emil Ferrick, so maybe he can... Tell us what to do? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you get to the scrap room, as I'm gonna call it. What did I put it? Yeah, salvage room is what I called it in my... Oh, dumpster hole. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dumpster hole. That's right. That's what I called it. Yeah. And uh, they wave their hand over the dumping pillar. No. <laughs> Take another pass. <laughs> the dump trigger. And, Better. <laughs> uh, they walk over it and you all are fine as you traverse. Then you walk through the junkyard and then through the the hall that had the two um, trap doors on them with the blue keystone you are able to make it over without incident and you are back at the uh, the bone shrine of the um, that the lizard folk have set up cool there are some there are some lizard folk there that are um, worshipping I guess 
what are they worshiping? The sh- the bone shrine. Yeah, just the bone statuary. Are they the white, like the ones with the white war paint? Just like yes. Well, fuck me. Joss's posse. So here's the question: Do we think the whole posse is evil, or do we think that it was just Joss? We're gonna find out. I feel like, yeah, like I feel like we shouldn't automatically assume that they're all dicks until they start actually attacking us. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. I bet you the people at the ship are really, really confused as to where we've been this whole time. <laughs> like, uh, what's his name? Our translator. Didn't we leave him behind? Adragon. Yes, we did. Adragon. Yeah. Is Adragon here at the village? That is where you left him, yeah, with um, some of Drew's crew. Hmm. Drew's crew. And oh my god, I Joss run up immediately posse. and show them the tooth. <laughs> I'm like, look at it! Like, I immediately, I run over to my, my people, my, my crew, and I'm like, look at this thing I found. Like, they cannot really understand me, but They all that's fine. hiss with excitement. They're mm-hmm. tittering. <laughs> Ugh, I, I like, like make a motion, word. like, I want, like, I'm like, stab, like, we want to make knives and things that way out of it. Like, yeah. I want, like, excited. One of them skitters up to you and asks for the tooth or the claw. It was a claw, right? It was a tooth. Oh, You a said tooth. it was like a... Well, you got a broken claw, too. Yeah, I have a broken claw, but which one was the... Which one was black? I think it was the tooth. The tooth. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the teeth were black. One of them skitters up to you and asks for the... What, what you have, the tooth. Yeah. It doesn't ask, but it, like, does this with its hands. It, like, just grubby little fingers. I hand it over immediately. But they're, like, lizard fingers, so grubby little lizard fingers. Love it. <laughs> You give it to them, and they, they, they look down the, the side of it to see how straight it is, and they flick their forked tongue all over it. They look at you, and they, they nod, and they give it back. That wasn't weird at all. Love it. I love it. They licked the tooth. <laughs> Gross. So are we going back to the ship now? Uh, we got to find... <laughs> we need to get the, the twins powered up. Yeah. Didn't... What's my, my, uh, my captive's name again? What was his name? Wilkin? Yeah, didn't he say that there were was another one that he saw somewhere else? Another shield class eye? Yeah, he said multiple ones. Yeah, he seemed he's eating a few other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Did you all ever ask uh, Ammo Farrick how many there were? Oh, no. Probably should. I spin around, I'm like, how many of you are there? Out there? How many Ammo? Yes. Or... Relay. How many relays? Uh, both. <laughs> I want to know both. There are four um, and multitudinous relays. Okay. Are there any more out there that look like you? Very many. Are all of the relays on this island? I cannot say. Because you don't know or because <laughs> you cannot say? <laughs> For I do not know. Oh, okay, good. Thought you were being cheeky. Okay. So we only have one attunement stone right now, right? Two, because of the one inside of Manda. That we took okay, out. so we have two attunement stones. So let's go power up the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, gotta go find them. Then we gotta go to the ship. Check back in on people. Yep, mm-hmm. check back in on the ship. Yep, yep. Cool. So it's mid-afternoon when you get out of the mountain. That whole, the whole um, excursion for the last few episodes took from early morning till early afternoon. That's it? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. We quit. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, fights only take like 20 seconds or whatever. So you all know it takes a few hours to get to the, to where the twins are. So you make your way down to the twins' village. It looks like the lizard folk that you scared off are still scared off. It's possible that they are also looking for a, much like Joss did uh, the previous night where she summoned her lizard folk back to the camp. They were waiting for a similar signal and never received one, and so they are lost in the woods now. You pick up Adragon from Joss's village, too. He says that there wasn't any... Anything bad that happened, the, you know, Joss's posse kept their distance, but they didn't instigate any fights or anything. So your 
probably correct in, in that they uh, aren't all evil. Can we relate to Adrigon that Joss was a turncoat, but these guys may not be? You sure can. I do that. Oh, well, um, that's quite the tale. You So she, she turned into a dragon, huh? Yeah, it's been a weird morning, man. <laughs> it's been a weird morning, man. Well, I had, um, I had some fish <laughs> regaled the, the lizard folk with some of the tales of the, the shipwreck, and it, it, it's been nowhere near as eventful as yours, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that none of them made any mention of any wicked one, you said? Mm-hmm. She, she must have gone off and found them on their own, I guess. How else would she have found them? That's a good question. Wait, found what? If the other lizard folks said they didn't see any, quote, wicked one, but Joss said that's where she got her power, I, I wonder where, where they met with no one seeing. Hmm. Odd. Are there such things as, like, changelings or shapeshifters in this world? Are you asking me or Adricon? <laughs> Either. <laughs> I don't know if Adricon would know, right? I don't know. Uh, you would... Saf would um, believe that changelings are real, maybe in, like, a boogeyman sense. However, she wouldn't have come across a changeling. But it's not weird to assume that Joss could have been a changeling since she changed from a lizard folk to a dragon. That that's a a logical jump that Seth may make, if that is what you choose to do. I make that jump. Okay. Joss was a changeling. So says Seth, first of her name. <laughs> she says. <laughs> so yeah, are we back at that village? Yeah, you've made it to the village of the twins. We should probably light a fire to, like, let those other lizard folk know it's safe to come back to their home. Yeah. I feel kind of bad about that. Uh, and so it's um, later afternoon now. It took a few hours to walk through the along the beach, through the forest in some places, and but you've made it to the second town. And the, the twins are still standing there, but the town is deserted. Yeah, so let's light a signal. Okay. And then... Grab the twins and head back to the ship. And then, yeah, I want a twin. Give me that attunement stone. <laughs> Who has the attunement stones right now? Give me the one that was in the the temple thing. I, well... I feel like Saf had them. I would yeah. assume that I don't have them because I'm really small. No, you do have and... them. You're holding them. Oh, I'm holding both? You yeah. have them. Your bag. Just like a couple of cantaloupes, you're just lugging them along. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and the parts for my quote-unquote... Don't you have a bag of holding? Invention. Ah. This always ah. comes up every episode. <laughs> um, ah. well, At wait, least it wasn't I, me this time. I feel... So. Me, I probably would have taken the one that... Once once we decided to go get the twins i'll i'll say that i took one from her so because i want to i want to be the one to put it in the twin which sounds really horrible yeah no. so so uh oh my. so agony or drew who wants a who wants a shield colossi friend i don't no i'm good i really don't want a thing following me around no thank you scar you want two yeah, I'll put both of them in. Oh, God, stop it. <laughs> no. I'll put it in both of them. <laughs> no. That's not better. I did that on purpose, you dummies. I know. Okay, so give me the, sh the things. I give her the things. Okay. She's got the things. Are you going to put them in? Uh, So I'm going to go, I go up to, wait, do we have to put the energy stones in inside too? They were full of energy stones. Got it. All right. So I go to the first one, the one on the right, and I okay. put the attunement stone in it. Okay. You pop the attunement stone uh, into it, close up the panel, and it uh, whirs to life. And then I do that with the other one. All right. You do it to the other one. Same thing happens, and you've got a couple of twins following you. 
Do I really? Now, are there distinguishing features between um, Mando, the, the relay for Amotheric, and the twins? And are there distinguishing features between the twins? Yeah, I was going to say. Are they yes, there are. So they are, the twins are obviously similar in height. They are a little taller than Amotheric's relay. And there are distinguishing features between the twins. Uh, most notably, the one of the twins has a, a line like right down the face, and another one has um, a ring around the chest, a, a line that goes all the way around the chest. So that one's the stone one, and the other one's the wood one, I bet. Right? And you say they were protectors of the wood and stone? Uh, guardians of the stone and guardian of the wood, yes. Yeah, so I'm be- guessing the plank, like the line one is the wood one. The one with the line on the face? Yeah, and then the ring is the stone. So with those assumptions, uh, Amo Ifri is the guardian of stone, and Amo Tulk is the guardian of wood. And that is what Amo Farrakh told you. Okay, so Tolk and Ifri. Are they actually following me? Yeah, they are. <laughs> Fucking cool as fuck. It looks a badass. Yeah, it does. <laughs> So, how large was the signal fire that you lit? Uh, I don't know, like a bonfire size. Okay. Agamir, you notice some rustling in the woods. Yes. Of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> hmm. That killer pa- passive perception. <laughs> He's freaked out. I, uh, I am paranoid AF. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of... I jerk my head in that direction. And, um... I yell out, who's there? <laughs> you see nothing but some leaves uh, kind of swaying. I feel mm. like Drew should be like, it's okay, my people, come to me. <laughs> can I roll an, a, per, a perception to to see if I can see what it is? Or Please smell do. or hear? Okay. Yeah, smell it. Smell it. <laughs> what? I smell the trees. Taste it. Uh, uh, I rolled a 15. Okay. You didn't catch it initially when you whipped around. Uh, Whatever it was was too quick. However, upon closer inspection, you see that there is a pack of lizard folk hiding in the forest. Um, It's okay, little guys. Come on out. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of... I tell... um, Adragon and Drew, I'm like, hey. Or I tell Adragon, I'm like, there's some lizard folk like in, in the forest. Can you speak to them? Are they some of ours, or? It's hard to it's hard to say. I, uh, let's say, we will not harm you if you show yourselves. Um, oh, oh, okay. Uh, he relays that to the figures in the forest, and it's silent for a minute. And then you hear a return in Draconic. And Adragon says, we've got to go. We've got to go. Let's go. Go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What does that mean? Wait, why? Run. I hate that. Run. They, they <laughs> said that they are, um, that they'll hurt us if we don't go. Let's go. Come on. But. <laughs> he starts running into the woods. <laughs> away from them. Uh, towards the ship. All right. Well. Let's head that. Let's head I don't that feel way. like getting into another fight. We need to get. I don't. We need to go. Yeah. A javelin flies by Saf's head from on top of Amoferic. A bone javelin. I'm gonna snatch that up uh, as we leave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and as I'm as I'm leaving, I say thanks for the cool javelin. <laughs> What's Farrakh's running speed? <laughs> uh, more javelins start flying through the air towards you all. Yeah, I let's guess everyone stayed. Are welcome. Uh, please make me a dexterity saving throw, everyone. Please. Nineteen. Sixteen. Um, Fourteen. Unnatural twenty. Okay. Y'all are lucky. You didn't get hit by any of the javelins flying through the air. There were a lot of them. <laughs> your level seven feet uh, carry you swiftly from the woods and you see 
just a, a bunch of probably the rest of the camp that ran into the woods of these lizard folk coming out of the, the trees. And they are uh, congregating around the bonfire. All right. So we lit the fire. We got the twins. We're heading through the woods back to the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another hour through the woods or so, and you are you can now see the what was the wreckage of the Mayfly. It appears that it's got some fresh new bone masts and uh, bone hull. Love it. Nice. There are even some uh, sections of roughly hewn wood. Cool, cool. And there are a lot of very proud-looking lizard folk on the beach Aww. that prostrate in yes. front of uh, Drew on upon her return. Hi, <laughs> <My> baby. <laughs> I come in and I'm like, you did such a good job. <laughs> Jeff, the dwarf, says, hey, guys, it's been a while. Where have y'all been? Boy, you don't even know. <laughs> look what they did. They, I mean, they're a little rusty, but look, look at these trees. I cut down so many more trees with some lizard folk around. It was, that was wild. So glad. It's really nice to have help, you know? Yeah. I'm glad, glad they were able to help, Jeff. Uh, you, you're doing good. The ship looks great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we even, uh, for Yan, uh, do you see the crow's nest? You, you look up and the crow's nest has like, some wicked bone spikes up there. That was uh, that was Yan's idea. He really wanted the spikes up there. Uh, and you you see Yan is up on top of the crows and says, "Hi." <laughs> Fira is there as well and says, "Hey, how are y'all? Where have you all been? The the ship's just about ready. We've just got to check a few more things off the list, and we're ready to set sail." How how many days has it been? What year is it? Uh, it's been no more than three days. Speaking of casting off, where where are we going now? Because we were originally, our plan was to try to get to the harbor coast. I guess not anymore. We got a shit ton of gems, so we don't really need Agamemnon's money anymore. <laughs> At least for right now. Yeah, not anymore. I wonder yeah. if these gems could buy us a ship. Gotta go find out. Let's get Agamemnon's ship. <laughs> ship money. Ship money. <laughs> If Nathan lets us keep it this time. <laughs> right, God. Hey, I didn't take it from you. Kelvin did. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so what's going on? So, yeah, they're ready to set off. Uh, what Do you all want to stay any longer, or? I feel like if I stay on this island any longer, something really dumb is going to happen. Didn't, uh, Drew, didn't you have a bone throne being built at that other camp? I do, and I will be back for it. Listen, um, <laughs> I turn... To uh, are my lizard people there? Yeah, they're all there now. The whole group. Oh wait! Oh wait! Was I? Did did someone make me my tooth weapon that I asked the lizard for? Remember, I gave it to him. Yeah, that lizard was walking with you and um, was able to make it on the journey. Dope. So I have a I have a tooth weapon now. Yes, you have a tooth weapon. Okay, I'll figure out what that is. Later. A tooth dagger. <laughs> I like the idea of it being a dagger. I'm pretty sure it's a dagger. Because uh, that's really all Drew uses. Um, so I, I turn around and I, I address my people. Um, Adragon is next to me. And I'm like, um, translate this. I understand that your queen is leaving. That can be hard for some of you. I get it. However, I want you all to bend together and I need you all to work together to really, really build me the best bone throne. So when I return here, it is worthy of me. Do you understand? Dear Lord. They look at Adragon as he translates, and then they all look back at you and they all nod okay. aggressively. And then they all, <laughs> they all scurry up to you and they give you a big old group hug. Yay, I hugged them back. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this, but you know lizard folk aren't small? They're human-sized. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you ever seen rugby? <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's like a scrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> love it. I love it. Big and you, 
everyone I, who's Drew not is, Drew is straight up crying, but she's trying to hide it. Like she's yeah. she's like, no, it's cool, it's cool. Like pulling her her uh, hood kind of over her face, but she's for sure crying. She gonna miss miss her lizard people. Some of the lizard people hug Atragon too, and he has a little dragon tear. Aww. And they all uh, they all go to the forest edge, and you see Ur comes up and he says, uh, "All right, Captain, everything looks good. Ready to go. At your at your command." And then uh, Fira looks at all of you and says, "So uh, we've got three stone guys, huh?" Yeah. Well, I hope that this boat is okay with their weight. But uh, all right, let's all get on and they can't be back. Shove off, I guess. <laughs> it's part bone ship, so maybe it's more hardy, buoyant. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the hollowness helps with the buoyancy. <laughs> Drew calls back just like as the ship is sailing away, and she's like, "Tell them of the prophecy. Tell them I will return." What I want, prophecy? I want everyone. My prophecy: I will oh. return. I am the god that will return, and I want them <laughs> oh, to tell oh. everybody. Oh, oh, okay. This is Adragon. Yeah. He yells it back, and they nod their heads some more and flick their tongues, and then scurry into the woods. I'm waving one of my one of my like tissues off the sh- off the bow of the ship. <laughs> <You're> like... <laughs> All right. So the. Um, the ship is uh, now in the water. Uh, you get deep enough out that you're able to start up the motor and uh, you're setting sail. You, you sail into the sunset. And that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. No more storms. No more Bulwark Isles. No more Bulwark Isles. I've liked it. I feel like we're going to have to come back here at some point. Besides for Emily's God thing. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope you had a great time listening. I had a great time DMing, and I hope that my players had a great time playing. The Village Idiot this week, let's see. I think the Village Idiot's going to have to be Scar on this one. Wait, what? Why? For wanting to set that fire at the second camp (laughs) and call all the lizard folk back. Well, I thought that they were not run off by the lizard folk. We we kind of fought them. They were immediately hostile to (laughs) y'all. They were immediately hostile. I didn't know they were going to do that, though. Take it on the chin, Nicole. Thanks. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. (laughs) It's fine. I get it. Well, you know, you just got to get up in the towel again, right? Yep. (laughs) So, uh, you want to tweet at us about who you think is going to win the village idiot tally they can they can add us right nicole yeah they can go to at village idiot pod and uh see who they think is gonna take the season one village idiot crown if you want to talk to me personally you can find me at nicole the nerdy you can find me at j roma 20 i'm at neurotic good you can find me at village idiots dm and you can't find me because I'm too busy chomping. Seriously, Turtle Checks Mix is the best. <laughs> munch, 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 munch. <laughs> Sponsored by Turtle Checks Mix. Turtle Checks Mix Please. for turtles. Oh my god, Jordan would love that. <laughs> All of the Checks Mix. Be amazing. Uh, so we also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. Tons of cool stuff up there. The uh, artwork that we have is gorgeous. I especially like the new map that uh, Nathan shared with us. And the Village Idiots Valley, of course, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and Behind the Screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dillian Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so taste. So, oh, stay tuned. You're just uh, so hungry. You're just saying taste and <laughs> yes. Stay tuned. Write that review on iTunes. Uh, it's 2020. New year, new review, new shirt. Check it out. Uh, we will get it to you. And yeah. Anyway, check in with us next week when we find out what's beyond the sunset. Bye. Bye. Bye.